Hello friends, this is Amy Embody welcoming you back to Life in the Brie and our final episode in the series, Here We Go, Leading Children into Outdoor Learning Spaces. We know that as much as we can, getting our kids out into the air, the sunshine, the rain, the snow, the mist, the wind, blesses our children. It blesses them physically. It blesses them emotionally. It blesses them spiritually, socially, and it even blesses them intellectually, sharpening their focus, heightening their awareness of their surroundings at the very same time that it lowers stress and provides focus. Wow, who could argue with that? Let's get those kids outside. Here we go. Leading children into outdoor learning spaces. We have been teaching our children a framework that has five parts to it, five facets, and we have a hand signal for each one. We've taught our children that we're going to observe before entering our outdoor learning space. We're going to put our hands up looking like we're looking through binoculars or scanning the horizon to help them remember that we always observe before entering the space. Then we're going to respectfully enter. Enter that space respectfully. And we use our fingers calmly walking into the air in front of our faces to show enter respectfully. When we've done that, then here we go. We're ready to do the things that we've come for. That third step, collect. Take that C formed by your hand and scoop in the air to show that, okay, kids, now it's time to collect. We're going to collect items. We're going to collect images. We're going to collect impressions, or maybe this is a visit to collect information, data about the space we're in. We're not just going to gather up all that stuff. We're going to reflect on our experience on the things we've collected, the things we've observed. We're going to give some thought to that experience. We're going to see if we identified any problems, if any possible projects come to mind. And we're certainly going to linger long on ponderings about this amazing place that we've been able to visit. But finally, our focus for today is to teach children to respond. After all, it's a privilege for us to have been at that beach. It was a privilege for us to hike through that forest. It's a privilege for us to have been able to spend time by this little creek near our house. And while it is certainly joyful and fun for us, and that delights the Lord, and while we can learn, and we are learning so much about this space, very possibly there is some greater purpose God has prepared, some worthy and joyful purpose in which he calls us to respond to the privilege of having been in that place. We're going to take our hands in front of us, palms up, and then we're going to gesture forward, or outward, 
or upward to signify a response. Now, what kind of response is being called for? Well, maybe maybe having seen that sunrise will call forth praise, praise to our God who designed it, that great artist who brings it forth every morning, each time a little differently. Or maybe our praise will be in the form of a letter to the farmer whose garden we helped to harvest. Or maybe we're going to write a thank you note to the person who owns the lake where we kayaked last evening. Maybe we're going to compose and sing together an original song of thanksgiving to God for the beauty he created in that downpour yesterday. Maybe we're going to shout hurrah to the one who made the water molecule. Or maybe we're going to whisper a prayer of gratitude that God gave the earthworm such important work to do and we've had the privilege of learning about it. Maybe our response is just going to be some kind of praise. Well, our response could also include a project. When we were reflecting, we thought of some possible projects. Let's pick one and do it. Or maybe we need to do some planning. Let's make some plans. Let's return to the same site to clean it up or to jump in the waves next time. Or let's make plans to go back when the moon is full. Or let's plan who will bring the hand tools and where the red team will start digging or what we need to make the compost pile. Let's plan. In addition to praise, projects, plans, perhaps what we want to do in response is also some kind of a presentation. How can we share what we've seen, heard, learned, and discovered? Will we create a book about all the trees that we found in that park? Will we each choose an insect we've observed and do extensive study on that critter and then make a poster to show and explain all about it? Will the green team create an informational video about the snakes in this region while the blue team makes one about the raptors? What kind of presentation do we want to make to our local authorities to help them think in a new way about something that we've seen and observed as a problem in our neighborhood or in our park? Well, folks, there you have it. It's the Here We Go framework. It's a template whose five spaces can be filled with sophisticated activities or kept lean and clean with just one little bit in it. You can teach one facet at a time or all of them in sequence. Most of all, it gives you, the adult, the teacher, the grandfather, the guide, a way to think about leading kids into outdoor learning spaces, whatever those spaces are. And remember, as you teach each of these five facets, use a hand signal or emotion for each to aid in the children's and your own recall of the order in which they come. Then finally, maybe you'd like to invite your learners to make posters 
that demonstrate and illustrate these five facets. Review them prior to each adventure into the wilds, whether it's into your own backyard or the neighbor's gardens or a national forest or a marshland or the edges of the school playground. Above all, enjoy. That enjoyment is contagious. And say to many children in your life many times, here we go. Let's head out and see what God has planned for us today in these beautiful outdoor learning spaces. Thank you for joining me. This is Amy Imbody saying goodbye. Goodbye.